What's up, family? It's your girl, the radical redhead, Cole Phillips, coming to you yet again with another, y'all know what I say, fire episode of No Ordinary Church Girl, Candid Conversations on Love, Pain, and Everything in Between. Let's get into it, Knock Nation. So look here, family, I'm excited. I got two brothers that I have the pleasure. One, I I actually worked with once upon a time in corporate America. Now we're doing our own thing. The other, I had the pleasure of meeting through the other gentleman and uh, just really vibed. I think the most funniest moment we had is when he called me disrespectful because of my height. (laughs) That just really touched me and it was great. I said, yeah, this is my people. It's my people. He's good. So I am not going to delay today's episode. I know you guys are a little sad. I'm not going to do the news you absolutely cannot use. So no Mm. third today mm. from me but it's it's all good we mm. need this time because we're talking again cuddle season is the series and we're talking today we're in part four love of a man i'm excited mm. about this because i don't think we talk about it enough so gentlemen i'm going to quit running my mouth for a moment i want you to tell the people who you are what you're into and why you're uh, here why did you allow me to to have you on today so uh jeremy i'm gonna start with you man okay uh well I'm jeremy jackson um I live in Dallas, Texas, of course. And, um, you know, I, of course, I decided to uh, definitely uh, took the opportunity to come share yeah. about the love of a man because I think it's important uh, for women to know yeah. how we love, why we love, mm-hmm. and how to love us. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. I love that. Look, at, And he didn't even tell you what he do. I'll let him tell you that later. <laughs> but he's going to tell you. He's got to tell you all he's I into. Will. Philip, come on, yes, tell the people yes, who are yes. you and why you're here. I am uh, Philip Hobbs. I am the owner of uh, Smoke and Bone Barbecue and Catering. As well, the reason why I'm here is because my great sister, my great friend, invited me out and I had opportunity to to share the stage with her. So anytime we get opportunity to help promote her, of course we're going to take that opportunity to do it. But again, I think that it's necessary in a world that's full of evil and hate right now. Yeah, I think that is this right here is a much needed conversation that we need to have from a male's perspective. Perspective in regards to how we love and how to love us back. Yeah. Because if that's understood, then I think that we can start the healing process in regards to being able to heal the world. I like it. And so I want to dig right into this. So um, Jeremy and I were having a conversation earlier before we got on air just about what it is raising sons. Mm-hmm. And I will say mm-hmm. I have learned a lot through my sons what it is to just really love them and in turn what it is to love a man. Because Ultimately, and you both can correct me on this. You know, I'm totally open. I feel like we're speaking to the inner child, not so much the man. I think we're speaking to because God asked us to be childlike, right? Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that inner man, that inner girl, and that inner boy needs to be spoken to. And in turn, that's what you get out of what you see in the flesh, that man, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so my first question, and then I know it's just going to flow like fire, (laughs) But what do you see is the biggest disconnect when it comes to a woman loving her man? Yeah. Um, Whoever wants to jump in. Sure. Um, I think one of the, uh, the, the, the disconnect from what I've experienced yeah. is um, thinking that l- loving him or loving us with what you need yeah. instead of what we need. Yeah. And, you know, we're built different. So the approach has a lot to do with it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and, um, that disconnection, I believe comes whenever, like I said, when ladies or when women try to give us the love that you interpret and it totally disconnects. It's almost like speaking Spanish to, to a person who doesn't understand Spanish. Yeah. And so the disconnection is, it's, it, the disconnection is that the language doesn't connect. So yeah, yeah. approach and, and all those good things. I think that's what it starts. I agree. I've seen it and I've lived it and I've done it. So mm-hmm. I definitely agree with that. Philip, what about you? I think the biggest, um, one of the biggest disconnects that we actually have is not having a proper example of how to be able to love a man. Mm-hmm. I think that we put false expectations on on our thinking in regards to what a man is and how he's supposed to be and how he's supposed to respond. Yeah. So because we put that false level of expectation of not really having a perfect example of what it means, they don't really, really understand or fully know how to. Yeah. 
And I think that that because of that, that has allowed us to be disconnected from one another because we don't have a full understanding of one another. Yeah. And I think the language part is is really huge. So if I look at myself and it was so funny um, when we had Moment of Truth. And for those of you who don't know, that was a panel that actually Jeremy, you were doing it back in Oklahoma. Right. right and correct. brought it brought it to Dallas. And so what I found so profound uh, when we had dialogue and all three of us did actually. But there was a moment that was really an aha for me because of where I was in my in my own space of, you know, he got to come with something. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And I was very uh, my approach was very strong and, and domineering in a sense. Like, you know, I do this. I do that. I do this. Okay. So what are you coming with? Right. right. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so for me now, having gone into a relationship now and being in a relationship where it's really becoming more important to understand the intangible. Mm. Now, yes, do you want someone who has certain drive that matches your drive and values right, right, and all right, these different right, things? Right. But when it comes to loving a man, what I found is it was the words that I spoke into him, the edifying that I would do, the encouragement that I would do, right. um, the way I would try to help him in, in expand whatever vision that was and begin to look at it from an even bigger place than where he was, right? Just kind of made that drive kick up that much more. It made him more hungry to do more, which in turn loved me the way I needed to be loved. But what I learned was I was so focused on the tangible, Mm -hmm. which I see a lot of women doing right now. What do you have? What assets do you have? When in reality, I I feel it's so important to focus on the intangible. Mm -hmm. the way this man loves me, the chivalry, the uh, the care of detail when it comes to my sons, the way he is with people, a man after God's heart, these are all intangibles. If I were to just look at what he brought to the table in terms of the assets, I believe I would have missed it. Correct. I know I would have missed it, I right? Agree. And I think so many women today, because women are making moves, and they are, right? The, the year of the woman and all that, and I'm, I'm a woman, and I'm all about women doing their things and being right leaders— but I think there is also a depressing of the man mm-hmm. because there is a, what do you have? Because you could lose it tomorrow. Facts. <laughs> I've seen plenty of marriages and, and people who are single who were at the, the height of their career. Facts. Health hit and it plummeted. The things went away, yes, right? Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So when we think about the struggle of connecting with women, the whole asset, right? Yeah. <laughs> so when you're out yeah. there and and... Yeah. You see this woman and you you see value in her, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But she's so focused on the asset. How do you how do you open her eyes? Especially if you still see her a value and it's not a she's not putting you in a place where she's depressing you now and she's actually got you feeling less of a man, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a disconnect. Mm-hmm. How how would you bridge the gap? And um, either one of you can chime in. My goodness. Uh that's a that, that was, that was so a lot. much that you loaded. <laughs> I know. She's loaded on us right I know. There. But I couldn't help but think about, because we've had these conversations, and I know we kind of talked about yeah. it as well. I couldn't help, this this thought just came to my mind about Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. And whenever I give relational advice, I always start in the beginning, mm-hmm. the first relationship of man and woman. Right. Um, Adam actually never provided anything for Eve. Right. She just lived in his management of what God provided, right? And... There's no dialogue between the two right. other than when she has the fruit in her hand. Right. You see what I'm saying? Which was the mismanagement. The, and and which is the, <laughs> her showing, Eve showing us yeah. where your power is in what you feed us. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. when you're talking about speaking into a man and that's feeding that man. Yeah. Yeah. And whatever you feed us, ultimately, we when we take that in, it affects the whole climate, the whole garden, the whole relationship. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But the asset, what does he have? What does he doesn't what what doesn't he have? When that becomes the conversation, then we know, or men a lot of men know that when that becomes the conversation, what do you bring to the table? What do you have? Mm-hmm. Um, and you gotta have this, 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 this. At that point, we know that there's a disconnection already. Yeah. Because until the woman knows who she is, she'll always wonder what he has. Mm. But when she knows who she is, it will matter less what he has because who she is will make that grow. And there's so many women, and Philip, I want you to chime in on this. There's so many women who don't want to help that grow. See what I'm saying? <laughs> no. Which is true. And I think that, honestly speaking, I really believe that that is the biggest destruction of the relationships right now. Yeah. Because you think about it. 
Back in the day, you look at relationships where it lasted 30, 40, 50 years. How did it, how did it last? Yeah. Well, it lasted because both walked in with nothing and they grew something together. So, therefore, one was afraid to leave because, hey, if I leave, I have nothing else to go to because everything we have, we built together. Right. But if you're walking right. into a situation right now where I got my own and you got your own, mm-hmm. well, the first sign of struggle, first sign of fight, well, you know what? I can go back. I know for a fact that I can provide for myself so I can just step away. I don't have to deal with this anymore. Right. So because we have too much of that independent attitude in regards to saying I got my own and you got your own, we did it without each other so we don't yeah. necessarily have to go through this struggle together. Right. That's the, I believe, is the main reason why relationships are not lasting to that point. Because if we take the time out and we look at the character of an individual versus the assets of the individual, right? the character will show you and you can always build the assets. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So we have to start looking at it. Okay. Is he a provider? Is he providing for himself? First of all, that's the, right. that's the number one question. Mm-hmm. Can he provide for himself without me? Right. Secondly, is he a protector? Right. right. You know what I mean? If I allow myself or my children to, to be in this space, is he going to protect me? Right. And thirdly, I believe just like when Moses and he was dealing with his father-in-law Jethro, exact same situation. There was somebody who actually came to him, uh, came to Miriam, and there was some robbers who was trying to trying to steal from him, and she he actually protected her. Yeah. And then she went home and she told her dad about the story that he had. So so in Jethro responded, he said, "So he's a protector." He's a provider. He gave to your horses. He, he provided for everything, all the mm-hmm. people, not just you, but mm-hmm. also the things that you actually brought to the world itself. Right. Where is that man? Go back Go and get, get that, that man. man. Let right. me see who he is. Let me find out who he mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. And I believe that we have to have a, a, a solid advice or a solid person that we can actually talk to and say, these are the characteristics. And I believe that even if it's another male, because honestly speaking, a real man is not, a, a less of a man is not going to want to deal with a real man. Right. That's why some men shy away from dealing with a woman who has a father. Right. Because a father's going to tell you straight up, nah, that joke ain't no good. Nah, right. he's something good. And a real man, a, a, a false man, is not going to want to have that type, that type of conversation. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he would rather prey on those individuals who are weak in mind right. versus having to deal with somebody who has some 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 authority behind them or deal with somebody who has some backup behind them yeah. as far as another male that's in their life that's going to tell them the truth about it. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. And see, so when I think, when I look at my brothers, I actually have posted on uh, No Ordinary Church Girls Instagram a photo, two different photos, or it was one, but two different situations. There was a woman who was saying, I can do it. You know, I don't need you. I make more money than you. And the other one was abusive. Now, what we don't hear about is the abuse that happens both mentally and physically. Yes, there ma'am. are women out here who lay hands on men. Facts. They, they do it. The problem is, is that the men don't vocalize mm-hmm. because it makes him look like less of a man. Facts. Right? For those of you who are a little uncomfortable, y'all know I'm no ordinary church girl, so it don't matter. But they'll call him a punk. You know, they'll call him weak. You know, mm-hmm. all these different things. And when it comes to the abusive side... I don't think women understand, and I'm trying to communicate it the best I can here, but I don't think women understand how abusive we can be indirectly. So if we talk about mm-hmm. emasculation, right? And I, and I focus so much on emasculation because of the fact that I could so easily do it because I was raised with nothing but women. Mm-hmm. There was no man present in the home, and the one that was, he was around for 13 years as from the age of two to the time um, I was a seventh grader, mm-hmm. but he was abusive. Mm-hmm. Right. And so because of that, all I saw was, oh, you beat us down. The strong woman you don't like. So guess what? I'm going to be even more like the hard exterior. I don't need you. I got it together. And it was reinforced. Mm-hmm. So then the things that you would typically say is a man's role. Right. That didn't mean nothing to me because I was doing it all. Mm-hmm. When you have a woman like myself. How from an abusive standpoint, how do you. Redirect that type of woman Because you love her Like let's say Let's say that doesn't Come out right away Right You love her And now you're teaching her How to love you Mm -hmm. And she's doing things That she doesn't even recognize Mm -hmm. That are disrespectful To you as a man To you as the leader Mm -hmm. How do you navigate that? Because I think That's a big issue today That is um, And those are Valid points And and Again, you, you say so much whenever you talk. It's just so much. I try much. not to, it's so, man. It's so I much try to wealth like in, narrow it. But it's so much like... wealth in what you say. It's just, it's just it, it, it comes out, uh, uh, just so many nuggets. But contempt, like you were talking about, the yeah. nonverbal abuse. Yes. Uh, contempt is one of the uh, main contributing factors to divorce. The rolling of the eyes, the snide remarks, the com- you know the comparisons, the yeah. uh, you know the little things like that. Yeah. Uh, that men 
that hurt us more than we say. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But how you redirect that, how do you deal with that? Um, well, if you're a kingdom citizen, then we have to do it the way Jesus did it. Yeah. And Jesus, understandably so, three years, he had disciples, three, 12 disciples who he had to redirect and teach about the kingdom love versus the way they perceive love to be. Yeah. And one story in particular is when Jesus asked Peter the question, do you love me? And Peter said, yes, Lord, I love you. Yeah. Jesus said, well, feed my sheep. And he said, well, do you love me? Um, Peter says, yes, Lord. And he asked him three different times. He's getting irritated. You can tell. And like, Peter's why you keep getting asking upset me? Yeah. to the point where eventually Peter says, Jesus, you know everything. So why do you keep asking me, do I love you? Right. And he says, well, feed my sheep. And it's interesting in that dialogue, when Jesus says, Peter, do you love me? He says, Peter, do you unconditionally love me? Do mm-hmm. you agape love me? Mm-hmm. Peter said, I phileo love you. He used the different type of love. Right. Jesus is talking about unconditional love. Yeah. Peter is like, sure, I love you like a brother. Right. The two times Jesus asked that question, it was agape. The last time he came to Peter's level mm. and used phileo. So it takes grace and adjustment. Yeah. And it takes you knowing how strong you are, you knowing uh, what you need from that person, but realizing that they can't get there unless you come down to their level and then love them up. Yeah. Yeah. That's and so, and, and, and I and I so and I say that because so I go back to um wanting the assets, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And both of you gentlemen are looked upon in our our communities for sure as the the asset type of man. Mm-hmm. Whether whether you've been told that or not, I will say so. So for those of you who don't know, because we hadn't talked about it yet. I didn't that, know that. <laughs> so if you well, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, yeah, uh, because there's, there's there's a lot of women out here and and no shade is this is to educate you. There's a lot of women who are are, are politicking for title. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So if I hear in, in Jeremy's case, you all pastor, mm-hmm. first lady. Right. Right. Politicking for a title. Correct. Um, then I hear entrepreneur. Oh, this man has his own business. I want to be linked up to the man in the community who's known as he holds his own. He's holding it down. Right. right? Politicking for a title. Because, again, we're looking at assets <laughs> mm-hmm. and we're not looking at the intangible and really the anointing that lives within the 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 manifestation of the asset. Mm-hmm. Right. Got it. And so my question is. Where does the what's the struggle in getting the love at the level and, and being grace, like you said, the grace in, in walking this out, but being a man who is a pastor? Mm-hmm. Because, and I'm gonna start with you, Jeremy, because what ends up happening, and, and I've heard you speak of this, it's the over spiritual side, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So they don't understand, like, yeah, I may still listen to hip hop or I may still go out with fellas that you may think, well, that's interesting because you're a pastor. Whatever the dynamic may be, they put a certain image that you're supposed to uphold. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to getting out here and connecting with women and understanding that at, at the essence of this, I am a man. Pastor is the title, but I am still right. a man, right? right? Mm-hmm. How do you move in these spaces in, in the world today with women? Very carefully. Yeah, <laughs> I am sure. Very, very carefully. Um, because... Again, me being a pastor, yeah. Um, if I tell them that first, then that creates a whole nother issue. Um, and so for me, um, I introduced him to Jeremy, the man, and I am a man who happens to pastor. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I navigate very carefully. And if one comes with the super spiritual side, then I immediately shy away from that. Because whenever we have an issue, yeah. that's exactly probably what I'm going to get. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I have to move very carefully with a lot of grace, with a lot of um, wisdom in that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, I, 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 I just, I'm real, real cautious about church, churchy people. Yeah, I, I agree. You see what I'm saying? They live in the overly religious, yeah. the, the rules and regulations, if you will. Yeah, I'm, of religion. I'm, I'm nervous about. That. Yeah, same here. Same here. So. So when we look on your side of the world, because you're like me, you have children, right? And so when you start navigating through Lady Love, how did, how did that work for you? How did you get to that space? Likewise, you know, very carefully, because one of the things, actually, I learned through a lot of my mistakes okay. in regards to what I thought I wanted to be around or what I wanted to have around my kids. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because not knowing, especially since I have kids, that person that you actually bring into your life 
can actually affect them more Absolutely. than you would ever know. Absolutely. Wow. And it took years for me to figure out. They mm. finally opened up and said, hey, this individual here mm. affected me in this type of way. And wow. me being in that situation, I had no clue. Right. I thought that we were all living our best life. We were all <laughs> doing, doing fine. Right. But it mm. wasn't until later in years that where they were able to, able to vocalize that. So if I actually had to say to someone or tell someone that, I mean, you actually have to, especially when you have kids, because that's a whole different dynamic when you're looking for a mate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to understand. Wow. That you wow. not only am I bringing you into my situation, but I'm also bringing you to a place to where you can affect somebody else, who can affect somebody else, who can affect somebody else. You're talking right. about generations Absolutely. that can be affected based upon that one individual that you bring around that, that that person. Yeah. So what I had to learn and what I had to understand is that I had to enjoy the process, meaning that I think that most people don't have a clue in regards to what it means to date. No, you know what I'm saying we, no, we, we, we want to get to the end of the story versus actually going through the process. Remember, yeah. everything is a process to it and being able to enjoy the process, being able to, to enjoy. Hey, let's meet up for coffee one time. Us not talking all day, every day. Us not giving everything up on the first the first time. Uh, we yeah, meet. yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not just talking about sex. Oh, I'm just sad. talking about yeah. just in general information. There yeah. are some things you do not need to tell that, that person right up front. It's some things you have to learn through process. I mean, if you're trying to get over something and you're trying to change something to First thing you don't want to do is tell, hey, I shot my last boyfriend four times. Yeah, because I'm out. Because I'm out. That's a quick, you know I'm what I'm sorry. I'm going to pray for you and I'm out. No, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> but, but, but so many oh, times God. we feel like we're in, in an informational world that, yeah. you know what I'm saying, let me go and Google, let me go and find out about you, let me find out your credit score, let me find out how, many, how much property you own. Let me, let me, let me but it's a process. <laughs> Give that person, the individual, and the time. To being able to learn you as right. well as don't rush the process because I found out in my own life that every time I rush that process, I've ended up in a bad situation. Oh, man. You have said a mouthful, which actually takes me right to what was on the tip of my tongue. Shooting her shot. How you feel about a lady shooting her shot? Now, I'm, you know, I'm going to throw it to you this time, Philip, <laughs> yeah. because... In your situation, I, was it the shot thrown to you or you shot your shot? Like, how did that work? Man, if you actually ask her, she's yeah. going to say that uh, I threw my shot. Yeah. I think it was more so her, though. Me personally. Okay. And I, honestly speaking, I honestly, because I have no problem with that. Okay. I have no problem with the woman that actually sees what she likes and, and being able to initiate and being able to say, hey, this is what I like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because you, you you never know. Not to say that, you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'm oblivious to what the situation may be, but it could be the fact that I might have been distracted at the moment yeah so if that conversation would have never engaged that um between me and her yeah then we would never be where we were where we are today you see what i'm saying gotcha. so some men shy away from that they feel like over aggressively or um and, and that's i don't think that's anything wrong with that with the woman taking the opportunity to say hey i see you you're very handsome i would like to get to know you i would like to talk to you can mm -hmm. i can is there a way some people frown upon in i know we're in a social media world oh, you get it's all you see is <laughs> the <laughs> inboxes or whatever mm. but here's a here's a crazy part about it I know. you will be surprised at the amount of women that are actually in inboxing also Oh, I know. Men just don't oh. vocalize it yeah, as much. I know. You know what I'm saying? We don't screenshot it and blast it as yeah, much. Hundreds. But you will be surprised yeah. how many women that actually literally are shooting their shot through through inboxes, through DMs, or, yeah. or, or, or anything else. I personally have a problem with it. Yeah. So, so Mr. Jackson, give it to us. What you think? Oh, I think it's um, I think it's great. Yeah. I, mean, I have no problem with it at all. Not, really? Not at all. <laughs> I wish <laughs> for not those of you who are not watching the video right now, it's, it's no problem <laughs> at all. <laughs> Dang, listen, because again, um, you know, if we were just being biblical and we want to be funny and laugh, um, Ruth shot her shot. She did. And Naomi told her to do it. She did. I'm you so glad saying? you brought that and up. So and, and not only did she shoot her shot, it's all about how you shoot your shot. Right. Because you can shoot like a wild boy or you can shoot, I mean, like a wild girl or you can shoot like a sharpshooter. You know what I mean? And yeah. Ruth put on the right clothes. She had the right oils on. She yeah. landed his feet. You know what I mean? But it was a key point in there that Naomi told her. She said, before you go in there to, to lay a Boaz's feet, take off your widow's garment. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Let go. Let take, let, let yeah. bury that. Yep. Before you go search for him. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm all for a woman shooting a shot. In fact, Facebook had a, a you know, that that message, the inboxes where you go to your other inboxes, like yeah. all these people are not Yeah, and friends. I never see it. I yeah. had a hundred messages in that. So I ain't Shut going up. through all of that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, missed an opportunity, Jeremy. I'm looking like, Jesus. 
Was that wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Which is, you know, and and so I'm a woman who struggles with the shooting her shot. Call it an issue with rejection. Like yeah, yeah. I was not, I was not. Yeah, I was not doing it now, but I think there's a way that a woman can shoot her shot. Sure. And so if she, because I I try to help my sons, because my sons right now are they're very interested in girls. Um, yeah. But I tried to take the approach of let me let me educate you on some things that a girl likes for a guy to do. And so you know, my oldest, who's the biggest communicator right now about girls. I told him, I said, you know, you just walk up if that's what you want to do. And you could just say, you know, introduce yourself first. Just say, you know, my name's TJ. What's your name? And she tells you your name. She's going to tell you. She'll smile, whatever. And he's like, I just want to come over here and say, I liked your shirt or I liked your, your hair or whatever. And, and leave it at that. You know, just, just I just want to tell you that or something. Yeah. So that, that leaves a little like, oh, that's different. Hi, where are you going? You know, type of thing. <laughs> but for the women out there that are, say, like me. And, and are not going to shoot their shot. Mm-hmm. What do you look for when you see her say you're at a gathering or, um, you know, and I'm definitely going to throw it to you. Like, what was it about your lady? But when you're out there and maybe she just kind of glances at you and mm-hmm. she keep, you know, she likes you because she keeps looking at you. That eye contact keeps happening or, you know, she's a little overly excited when you uh, tell a joke or, you know, the little things that women do. Mm-hmm. But for you, how do you identify? I want to go a little further with that woman. I want to get a little more, I want to see what this is about. So I'm going to start with you. I mean, Jeremy, if I uh, clearly, you know, physically, if she's attractive, I mean, that's, that's without saying, but I'm paying attention to how much she smiles, how comfortable she is, how much she laughs. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If she's, if she's got a free flowing spirit, she's smiling. And if she cut her eyes one time, then I'm going to cut my feet. I'm getting over oh. there. I'm going to go over there and say well, hello. All right. You see what I'm saying? All right. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. like, I ain't going to hesitate. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, I'm on a mission. I like it. What about you? Uh, pretty, much, pretty much the same thing. You know what I mean? Okay. As far as I, I don't like that loud, outspoken woman. What I mean, what I mean by that yeah, is I don't like a, someone that if we're out, out and about and you got to be seen, you're making yourself, so you're, doing, going, you're trying too hard to make yourself being seen. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That individual to me is a turn off. Mm-hmm. So I like the more so the quiet, the, 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 the less boisterous um, mm-hmm. out there that's actually just being, just being herself. You know what I mean? If you can laugh, if you can find anything to laugh about and just have a good time with, and I can see that you're laughing, that you're having a good time, that right there within itself makes me want to approach you because I see that you're enjoying yourself yeah. versus, I mean, sometimes you can be out and you can see individuals, they got this look on their face like, hey, I'm with my girls. Don't touch me. Don't talk to me. Don't say anything. Just look mean. And I, I never understood that. Uh, Why you that's go called to pain. a public place just to look that's mean? That's <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, that, that facial expression, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes you can speak a lot without ever, ever saying a word. Right. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So right. it's, it's it, I think it all goes towards towards that. And speaking is is, the biggest thing that I try to continuously stress to my good guy friends who ask, you know, I'm like, how you talk matters. But it also matters from the woman. And I don't think the woman gets that. Mm. The, the women will say often, you know, don't talk to me like that. Don't use that tone. I ain't your daughter. Don't talk to me like I'm your kid. Well, the same thing happens on the reversal. So there are four things. Me and my big brother, we talk about this all the time, that um, he believes is the biggest reason divorces or um, relationships in general will fall apart. It's faith, finances, family, and fidelity. In other Mm -hmm. words, cheating, right? Mm -hmm. The question is, for you men today, what would you say causes, what are the biggest things for you that would say, I got to go, right? Obviously, because I know individuals who've been cheated on, both in their marriage or just the relationship, and they're working towards that direction, and they still stay. Mm -hmm. So there's some, for whatever reason, self-esteem, or it could be they believe that we can work through this. Mm -hmm. But when you think about a woman and what causes that break for you to say, okay, this this is my limitation. There's only so far I can go, and I've hit it. Mm -hmm. What is that for you, gentlemen, and whoever wants to chime in first? Number one for me is disrespect. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I can still be there physically. Yeah. But if I'm disrespected, I've checked out mentally. Same way from a woman. A woman can still be there physically, but she's already checked out also. So for me, I think the number one need of any man is the respect. So therefore, if you, because you can, you can have a slip up and be disrespectful. It don't mean that you're being disrespecting. You see what I'm saying? Mm, it's two totally okay. different situations. Okay. You can be, have a situation where it happens one time. And if I come to you and I express that, mm. Hey, 
this is how I felt in that moment. Yeah. And I'm clearly trying to communicate that to you. But it's not a disrespecting lifestyle, which right. means that every time I walk in the house, there's something else that you're doing that's totally being disrespecting. Yeah. Then that's when I check out and I say, you know what? It's time for me to exit because eventually something's going to give in this situation. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's not going to go for the better. Mm-hmm. If I continue to allow myself to stay in a situation or a place or a position to where I'm up front and ultimately just being just totally just being disrespected. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, like I, that. I don't think that any man would would tolerate a situation like that. I agree. That's my my personal opinion. I yeah. agree. I Jeremy, what you I couldn't have? have said it any better. Like um high levels of disrespect mm-hmm. or disrespect period. Okay. I mean I can get over being cheated, but I can't get over being disrespected. Talk about that. Because <laughs> yeah. I gotta be honest. For me, <clears throat> and that happened in my marriage. That was the ultimate um, actually, if I were to be very transparent, it happened to me. I in turn returned it, and mm-hmm. then it was like, okay, this is this stupid. Mm-hmm. We need to divorce, right? Um, but the return came because it happened. No excuses. I still am the controller of my own self. Mm-hmm. But that that was my limit. I had already checked out, as you said, Philip. Mm-hmm. I checked out, but I just didn't choose to check out yeah. because all of the things that we had connected was going to take time, kids, all of that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you said something that was interesting. You said, I can handle... Being cheated on. Facts. Yeah. Dude, because women, most, not all, and if they do stay, to be honest, they're staying because of things. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just going to speak from what I did. Mm-hmm. Where they're, they're staying because we got houses, we got kids, we got things mm-hmm. um, that would be a lot to to go through. I went through financial disaster, mm-hmm. when I, and I knew that was possible. Had bankruptcy on my birthday, filed bankruptcy on my 30th birthday mm-hmm. that was that was happy times or shortly thereafter um and then had to go through foreclosure so you're talking like right. on paper right. girlfriend look good but on paper she's jacked right mm-hmm. and i knew that was a possibility in getting divorced that's what took so long for me to make the decision right i knew at that moment for me i was done like you cheated now i'm just out here finding the next man even mm-hmm. though i knew nothing was happening it didn't clearly but you said that mm-hmm. Unpack that, please. And, and you agree, Philip. So, so both of y'all got to y'all gotta unpack that for um, me because most women are not going to be able to do it. I say that for me. This man gotcha. can get over being cheated on, but I can't get over being disrespected. And what I mean by that is if you cheated, yeah. if we pull it up by the root, I may have had my hand in that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I emotionally shut you out. Maybe I did some things that contributed to human nature kicking in. Mm-hmm. I can eat that. Okay. But high levels of disrespect, that's a core issue you have with me as a person. And that's something that I can't, I can't, I can't get, I get, can't get over that because I'm thinking internally, you don't like me. Wow. Like you don't respect me. Right. Because you can sleep with somebody. And and it could be a plethora of reasons why and still love me, mm. but you can't still love me and highly disrespect me. That's the, that's good. Facts. Because I can totally connect to that because that's exactly, that's really what it was for me. If I were to really unpack it, yeah. um, I, I did not see where, I was like, what did I do that caused you to step out? Mm-hmm. And then there was no accountability to say to, to sit down and have that conversation. There was that never sure. happened. To this mm-hmm. day, there's been no apology, no nothing. It's sure. it's sure. so it is what it is. And I had to just swallow it and keep it moving, right? But Philip, um, I've gotta let you unpack it as well. I mean, what I, do you want to add to that? I agree one hundred percent with what he what he said. You know what I'm saying? Given the situations or being in situations to where again she's cheated, being transparent, she's cheated and I still stuck around. Mm-hmm. But here to the flip side of that, it was one of those situations to where I was quote unquote being too religious, I felt in myself because scripture say, Oh, you got to do this, you got to forgive. And I am a huge forgiver, I'm a big forgiver. Mm-hmm. And it, when it comes to things like that, the Bible says that love covers a multitude of sins. So I Absolutely. was actually able to cover that sin through the love that I actually had for her. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can forgive that because I loved her. But when it got to the point to where it started being disrespectful, meaning that I'm sitting up here and I'm letting you know, hey, these things truly do affect me. Yeah. This truly does bother me. And you give me the notion that you don't care. Oh, well, you mm. know what I'm saying? That's when it became because there was no coming back from that. How do you come back from somebody or come back from something where an individual doesn't care about the situation? Mm. 
You know what I'm saying? You yeah. don't care about your your actions. You don't care how it's making me feel. You don't care yeah. how it's making the kids feel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't come. That's the ultimate line of disrespect. And that's why I agree with them when I say, well, you can stay with the individual if they've cheated because you can get over that. Eventually, a lot of prayer, a lot of counseling, a lot of hard work, but you guys can make it back through that. Yeah. You can't make it back through when you're consistently disrespect. And likewise, I'm going to say the same thing for, for, for women. Yeah. It's hard for you to come back from a situation where he's constantly disrespecting you, constantly standing out. Right. All hours of the night, constantly hiding his phone, constantly not speaking. Right. You know what I'm saying? In right. regards to making it seem as if somebody else is more important than than, than she right. is. Right. So it's the ultimate line of disrespect. I believe that everybody has that level of what they can tolerate and what they consider is disrespectful. Like yeah. for example, what I consider disrespectful to me, another individual might not be disrespectful. So it's actually in regards to being able to find out what that is or what it looks like to that individual person. So therefore, you can have a clearer understanding of how to be able to move forward. I like it. So now the question of the day for me is this. You got a leader. You got a woman who's a strong leader. It's, it's innate. You see it, right? You, you are looking at her as a wife. Submission. Hmm. What is your position with that? Because I have been told, and I find it very interesting, that many don't believe that I can submit. And I, I, I laugh at it. I'm like, oh, you think that? Well, obviously, you're not the right man. And that's okay. Um but what do you think causes a woman who is that strong leader? She is how she's built, right? Uh, some women identify with the Michelle Obamas of the world. Mm-hmm. There was high submission that happened from Michelle sure. when it came to you know, Barack being a president, mm-hmm. right? Um, but what what do you believe that a man does and a woman needs to do as well in the relationship to cause that type of submission to happen? Mm. Uh Because it's it's huge, right? In order for you all to lead, truly be the leaders that you are, because I I truly believe all men are built to be leaders, Mm -hmm. right? But in order for you to do it, the woman needs to allow that to happen. And in order to allow it to happen, she has to believe that, well, one, for for us anyway, if you're a kingdom citizen, like you said, he honors God. So he is a follower of Christ. He's Mm -hmm. a follower of what the the principles of God's word. So she knows where he gets his direction. Mm -hmm. So she trusts that, right? The trust of where where she's getting her direction. She'll easily submit. How do you how do you get her to see that though? <laughs> Go ahead, yeah, I, either I, one I think, of y'all just jump in. I think it's the exact same thing, like you said, as far as him being a kingdom man. Because here's the here's the thing, and a lot of men we 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 quote that scripture: "Oh, you got to submit to me, or submission mm-hmm. belongs to the man," and, and we hold on to that. But we don't realize that that same scripture later on tells us to submit to one to another, as he submits to Christ. You know what I'm saying? You're submitting unto him. Right. At the same time, I have to submit unto her. And that's understanding what submission is. Believe I believe that submission is just like being humble. It's power under control. Yeah. Meaning that I still have the power, but it's under control to the point to where I'm going to allow myself to allow you to be the man that you need to be in my life. And that's when you have that understanding of being able to understand that. I think that's what makes submitting a little bit easier. If you can recognize the Christ in him, is he a God-fearing man? Yeah. Is he, he not saying is he, is he perfect? Because that's not what yeah, I'm saying we, by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, is yeah, yeah. he a God-fearing man? When he messes up, does he go to God and ask God for forgiveness? Does he come home and does he apologize for me for, to, to, for the mistakes that he made? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, do you see... Christ in him Do you see Jesus In his in, in, in his ways yeah. And if you do that Then that will give you More of a reason To being able to say oh, You know what I can submit To this individual Because here's the thing The Bible says That he that findeth The wife findeth A good thing Findeth a great thing But guess what The woman gets the opportunity To choose who she submits to There you go So why are you going to be In a relationship With someone That you're not willing To submit to If you chose that individual Your husband You chose that husband you chose to say yes. You chose to say I do. Right. And a part of you saying yes and I do meant that I'm going to submit to God upon these these regulations and these rules because it was God the one that actually told us to submit one ye to another. But here's the other thing on the flip side for the fellas. Understand this. When you are married, God says, I am going to give her, uh, tell her that she needs to submit to you. But understand the power that I'm giving you, meaning that if you misuse or you abuse that, I will shut up and not hear from you from prayer, uh, from your prayers. Mm-hmm. If you treat that woman treacherously, yeah. if you misuse or misabuse that woman that I've blessed you with, yeah. then I'm going to cut off heaven to where heaven doesn't hear what it is that you're asking me to yeah. do. A lot of times in our relationships, and I tell people, I tell individuals this all the time, is that our relationships of husband and wife, 
wife is a direct reflection of our relationship with God. Yeah. Man and woman were created to be able to show the intent and the purpose of how God felt about him. Mm-hmm. You brought up Adam earlier. Adam, he made Eve. So therefore, when God came to Adam and told Adam, hey, I love you, Adam couldn't recognize that. He didn't know what love was because he had never experienced it. But he yeah. did see two or two. I see two birds. I see two giraffes. I see two, yeah. two of these. Where's mine? Where's mine? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So God said, you know what? Let me give you a helpmate, a helper. So therefore, Adam, when I come to you and I tell you, hey, I love you. Because you love her, now you can, oh God, I can understand what you mean because I love her like that. So if you love me like on the same level that I love her, I understand now, God. You see what I'm saying? So when we put ourselves in that position of being able to thinking, uh, thinking about being able to understand each other from that perspective, it makes it easier for me want to be able to to, to submit to her. As well as her submitting to me Because in our differences We're both going to God About our differences About each other And God is directing us Back to one another Being able to say How we should handle each other right? Yeah, I like it Here So submission that. is not a gift uh-huh. Okay It's not a gift Okay It's a response Facts <laughs> It's a response And so when it comes down to Submission and how you get The, the female and the male To understand submission Is that First of all we take the qualifications of it out of it. Okay. Being that the only qualification, of course, is the fact that they're following Christ. And so when it comes to submission, understand that the mission is the most important part. Mm. The mission is more important than everything else. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Period, yeah. point blank. Um, Christ submitted to us while we were still sinners. He became a servant. Yeah. Wow, we were worth, worth serving. He submitted to God and took on that responsibility. And so submission is, it, you don't respect the person, it's the position itself. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And we don't make them qualify for that. So um, when it comes down to understanding that mission, understand that the mission, what is the mission? The mission is to show the love of God, is to ultimately show the world his grace, his love, show my spouse his grace, her, her, God's grace, his love. And so when it comes to submission, it's easy to submit to somebody mm-hmm. who's doing it right. Mm. Yeah, there it is. It's hard to submit to someone who's doing it wrong. Yeah. Yet the Bible references and says that Sarah calls Abraham Lord. Even though he's faithless. Yeah. He gives her away to Pharaoh. He sleeps with Hagar. It's not worth really submitting to, but she understood mm-hmm. that the mission is the most important part of submission. Well, excuse me. Jeremy's always like doing these like deep things and makes it hard for for me to come back, y'all. It's just just the competitor in me. I'm telling you, like, I, got, I got to say something stronger. No. <laughs> Last question of the day, guys. This has been great. I have totally absolutely. Fine. I mean, I've I've had a great time doing this. I'm Likewise. so glad we were able to do it. Likewise. How do you feel about your lady making more money? Because there's this thing floating around. Uh oh, Jeremy and caught. Talk the Holy Ghost up in here. Uh, <laughs> because there's this there's this article. I wish I could I couldn't find it to pull it back up. But apparently, you know, the house dad, you know, the 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 dad mom, I forgot the, the technical title. I have this thing with labels. It's getting on my nerves lately. But that's the label. You know, the ladies out there making the bacon and bringing it home and daddy's cooking mm. it up and putting it together, right? right how, how do y'all feel about that? What's your position? You never see the lion arguing with the lioness. Oh, okay. He's at the house protecting the kingdom, and she's out hunting with the other lionesses. All right. I mean, so when they... When they you made that sound sexy, see? So well, it did kind of sound sexy. <laughs> but no, at the end of the day, man, listen, it's one pot. It's, it's all us, you know what I mean? And who cares, yeah. really? Like, be, we got to kill our pride with that. I don't, I don't trip. I love it. It's all good. What you got there, entrepreneur, yeah, I'm smoking the, bone? I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah. <laughs> Even in my situation, man, mm-hmm. because my girlfriend, she actually does make more right now. Okay. But she allowed me to pursue my dream. Yeah. And regardless of what I want to be with the understanding that if she allowed me to pursue this dream, this will make her better in the long term for our yeah. kids. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. Being her, being able to say, you know what, I'm going to do what needs to be done in order for us to get you to get us off the ground in order to, to, to for this to be productive. Yeah. So therefore in the future I can be able to step away and I can do what it is that I that I actually want to do. So when you come in and we both have that same mentality as far as saying, you know what, we're gonna work together in order to build the mission. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Now 
we can progress. Now we can, because we're, we're feeding off of one another. Yeah. Where I'm weak, she's strong at. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And there's times to where I'm strong and then where she's weak at. You see yeah. what I'm saying? It's about being able to understand that on both sides of it, even from a financial standpoint. Yeah. Of saying that, hey, we got to do what we have to do in order to work together in order to make the mission to, mission to proceed. And I think it's important that we do not, ladies, disrespect the man when you are whatever you want to call breadwinner, the, the salary earner, the higher salary earner, whatever you want to call it. Again, it goes back to what both of you said, not being disrespectful about it, right? right? If you yeah. love me, then you're going to honor the gift that's within me, the, the anointing that is within me. And it don't matter. that We have to think that currency, money, if you will, is the current currency of the world, mm-hmm. right? Faith is the currency of heaven. Mm-hmm. So... We do what this world as it relates to the systems and everything that's set up that we have to work within. Yeah. If we understand we're again honoring God first, right. we're seeking his kingdom. What would you have us to do? Right. And whoever's assigned, like you're this is where you are strong at. You're the power person in this area. Mm-hmm. You're the power person in this area. Don't put this is a man's job versus a female's job, right? right. Or a woman's job. I think we get caught up in that. And that's why uh, going back to the beginning, when we first started talking about this, the aha moment for me was I was in a state of pain, of being tired of being the provider, because that's what I've been for the last nine years. I've been the one taking care of the boys in every way financially, mm-hmm. not knocking their dad because he does things that I cannot do as a father. He's present. I know plenty of single mothers whose um, father, the father is not present, right? In any way, he's present, he's involved. He gives them things that I cannot give them as it relates to being a man. Mm-hmm. So I don't knock him for that. But at the same time, when it comes to the financial burden, there is a woman is built to a certain level when it comes to handling the burdens of this world. Plain and simple. Right. And and women will argue me down on that, but there's a reason why you tie a sister. There's a reason why Correct. you get to a place where it stresses you the heck out. Correct. Because God didn't build you that way to handle that level of pressure. Correct. Right. So, but at the same time, if that's that's her power place, I had the opportunity to uh, go to a book signing with Stedman Graham. And, I, and I'm making a point to say the man's name because oftentimes it's Oprah's man, Oprah's boyfriend, mm. right? Um, and and I found myself at one point in time I did do that to him And when I say I made sure I'm, I probably never see the man again I don't know But regardless of the fact He will always be Stedman Graham He will not be Oprah's man mm-hmm. And it was because He made it very clear I am good with the man that I am Yes, I am with a woman Who has She says one thing And it's like Everybody just thinks It's the best thing ever She has that kind of power In the world I get that But I'm still good with me And I know what I bring To the table And I know how to love her And that's why I'm still here mm-hmm. Right? And I really want the women today and the men, hopefully you you can be in the background saying, yeah, thank you, brothers. You're speaking out, letting the ladies know what we need. But I think it's so important, ladies, that you understand that whatever place God has placed you in terms of purpose and whatever power you hold, it still is so important to understand the intangible. I'm so tied into that now because when we look at God's word, it's all intangible. Facts. It is not about the tangible. That's Facts. where we get confused and we get caught in snares and all the Facts. cycles that we walk out and the pain, quite honestly, that's unnecessary in our lives because we get caught up in acquiring assets, Facts. which in reality is just another burden. You got a new car. That's great. But you still got the burden of paying for it and maintaining. Yeah. <laughs> you got that house. You still got to maintain sure. that bad boy. Right. For sure. So. You know, the intangible is so huge. And I really hope during this cuddle season, as we continue to talk, and just so you all know, the reason it's cuddle season, because it's the time of year where everybody try to get a little something, something warm to, to be up on that, right? But we want to do it the right way. We want to be healthy <laughs> right. about it, because otherwise y'all going to be heartbroken come February and, and after Christmas and all this My foolishness God. and everybody going through another set of pain that some of us have to unfortunately work through with you. We don't want to do that. Um, I want to give you all final words. What would you like to say as it relates to this topic or put out there, whether it be a scripture, whether it be just some words for women to really understand what it is to love a man today and, and really the essence of what it is to love a man. Whatever you want to say, whatever you want to throw out there, either one of you. I would just say always, um, you know, I, I borrow this from Dr. Emerson Egrich. He talks about love and respect. That's I was trying to remember the name of the author. I yeah. wanted to throw it. Thank you so much. Dr. Emerson Egrich. Yes. Uh, love and respect. If you give the man the love that, I mean, the respect that he needs, that man will in turn, that woman will in turn get the love from the man that she needs. You respect him, he'll love you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he will love you with all of his heart. Yeah. If you respect him with all of your honor. 
And I'm living that now, so I totally agree. Uh, what about you, fella? What you got? Your parting words for the people? Man, it's kind of hard after that one. Uh, it's not, <laughs> I should let you go first. I apologize. You know what you know what man. Words, I'm still know. over here trying to figure out how I'm closing the show because uh, you know, <laughs> might let him do it. I don't know. <laughs> if I again, if I would have to say closing words is man, take off the level of expectation. You know what I mean? That you yes. play, that you placing on these uh, on these men because your your level of expectation. He may never meet that level of expectation because somebody. Told you yeah. that this is what you to expect, and they had a false sense of expectation. Allow that man to be a man. You know what I mean. Allow that man to understand that hey, he's gonna make mistakes. And if you can understand that and you can realize that, then any man that you walk into a situation with, you'll be able to understand him better because you've taken off the blinders and you just let let love go. I yeah. mean, let let love happen. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Let cuddling happen. There you go. Without that being the same way, man. We need to take off the level of, of expectations as well. It's thinking yeah. that, okay, a woman is supposed to be this way. She got to be 5, 6, 34, 24, 36. I you know what I'm saying? I said that earlier to a girl. <laughs> I ain't never going to be that girl. I'm a beanpole. I mean, I just, I just like, accept me. And I ain't adding nothing. <laughs> That's a fact, but that's true though. You know what I mean? If we take off our level of expectations upon each other, then I think that we can start to again heal this this relationship world. And that's really what we need the most is healing. Yeah. Because we're all have been hurt. I agree. I agree. We are all walking wounded and we all need to understand that at some point the healing is our responsibility. Don't put the expectation on another mm. and then learn to get in the cage together. As I say, when it comes to marriage, you just agreed to get in the cage. Whatever comes, we're going we gonna to make it mm-hmm. either way. Yeah. All right. So tell the people how they can get a hold to you. Uh, Philip, what are you doing? What you got going on? Make sure you shout out to business. What's Man, up? It's, it's a lot. It's a lot going on. But please do. If you haven't had opportunity, please follow uh, my business page on Instagram. It is smoke and bone three at gmail.com. Uh, you can also uh, follow us on Facebook at smoke and bone S M O K the letter N B O N E in smoke and bone three. We're located at three Oh five North Hampton, the Soto road. If you have a business, we also have a food truck. We will pull up to your business also and serve you as well. So um, that's what we're in right now. That's what we're promoting. It's turkey season, so we're doing and I'm smoked about to get turkey, me a fried ham, turkey. I'm fried. We, we do it all. <laughs> so again, like I said, if you're in the, in the market for that, please uh, don't hesitate to reach out to us. We definitely love to serve you. I love it. I'm glad you're here. Jeremy, let us know what's going on with you, sir. Oh, no worries. If you want to um, contact me or you know follow me um, on, on Instagram, it's Jeremy Speak Life. Not Speaks, but Jeremy Speak Life. Um, on Instagram and then also on Facebook, it's Jeremy L. Jackson. Also, you can follow our church, Beyond Church, uh, right here in Dallas, Texas. And um, we are teaching online, Beyond Church online as well, every Sunday and Wednesday. I love it. I love it. 10 a.m. We have fun today. Uh, Knock Nation, you know, we want to continue the conversation. You'll see all of their handles and how to reach them, not only on our Facebook page, No Ordinary Church Girl, but Instagram as well. I'm excited to carry on this conversation of cuddle season. We're going to keep it going because y'all need to get your lives together and quit doing all this foolishness. You know who you are. No shade, no shame. Just healthy, helpful dialogue. And you know what I say. May your Monday be far from ordinary and your week manifest into God's best. I love you. Talk to you again soon.